Hey everybody, Sam Jacobs. Happy Friday. Welcome to Friday Fundamentals. You know Friday Fundamentals is that short five to 10 minute format where we bring you actionable insights to help make a difference in what you do today. Today, we've got back on the show, this week's guest, Fred Mather. And Fred's going to be talking to us about the way to think about sales and strategic planning. And if you're an up and coming sales manager, sales leader, marketing manager, marketing leader, this is going to be a great framework for you to consider. Now, before we get there, we want to thank our sponsor. Friday Fundamentals is brought to you by Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. Fred, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much for having me, Sam. We're excited to have you. So our our question for you on Friday Fundamentals today is, what's your recommendation on the best way to initiate sales and strategic planning for a company as they think about putting a plan together for 2021? Cool. Maybe the input before I give you some of the specifics is um, through the consultancy work we do and the diagnostic assessments of those companies around their go-to-market, we always ask, you know, members that we interview inside the company, tell us what, you know, the top three to five strategic priorities are of the company. And Sam, it is mostly lacking. Even if the company thinks they have them, they are not fully cascaded down through the, through the organization. And so therefore people don't know what they are. So it is a real gap. And I think, you know, OKR models and what have you, you know, have served to solve for that, but I don't know that they've been followed all the way through. And I think in some respects, no, not OKRs, I do like them. They have um, over-egged, they've exaggerated on, on, on what should be expected. So I think about a sales plan, obviously one that should ladder up to the overall company priorities, but I think it's a, a critical input. And other than what it directs the sales team in terms of their focus, it's a huge enabler relative to the development of sales leadership. I think the critical first thing to say is that a sales plan is not just about the numbers. And I think that's perhaps not so much a mistake, but the first place that people go to, they think it's about the numbers and how we're going to achieve those numbers and all the associated metrics and outputs from marketing and what have you. It's actually about the other things too. I've always looked at sales plans is that you should construct them through the lens of how a rep will see how it will benefit and impact them. If you do that, you're not going to create busy stuff that might be interesting. You're absolutely tying it to the output of what you want, which is revenue through the performance of your reps through the work that they do with their customers. That's just sort of an objective way to think about it. I think the process to follow on it, you know, it's relatively straightforward. I mean, you start with a template. We know that within RC and myself and others, we have templates for using this. We're not wedded to these, but they can form a basis for how to go about it. You know, I think it's really important, first of all, to then line off of that plan with who should be a part of it. You'll typically start with your with your management team. You'll use a, a QBR or a, an offsite specifically dedicated to the exercise of developing the plan. And from that plan, you're looking to you know understand historically what has happened and informs what you should do going forward. You're going to determine what the priorities are that you should focus on. Critically, you're also going to decide what you're not going to do. And the point about that is not just in itself obvious, but without a plan, Sam, I think what you find, and this is a very typical trait of well-intended salespeople, is that everybody's priorities are going to be all the priorities. And so it's not that they're bad ideas, but you as a group, as a management team, and getting input from across the sales team, you've decided that these are the things you're going to focus on. And I think that's a really important thing to do. And you'll get to those other ideas at a later point. But just don't let the virtual water cooler talk to really develop, you know, 
you know, hairy issues relative to way too many things that they believe that the, uh, the sales management team should be focused on. I think the other critical impo- uh, component is, is obviously the, the, the revenue, the metrics and how you're going to assess performance. Those are critical inputs to driving those more qualitative initiatives that you're going to deliver over time. It's really important also to understand we need help. You're not going to do this on your own. And that's not just help intra-departmentally. It's critically other departments. And the wonderful thing about doing that is not just because, of course, marketing as an example should play a part in that, Sam. It's also a wonderful way to build a bridge. You become aligned. I mean, some companies have a great way that they work with marketing. Unfortunately, others don't. So if you're building a plan which they're bought into, which they've had a chance to co-author, then it goes out as a collaborative combined effort relative to how other departments and, of course, the be others, including things like product that will play a part too, how their role is going to contribute to delivery of that plan. And then the other, perhaps, you know, most important last part is well, how are you going to communicate it? And I think this is another gap too, is there are a lot of mediums for communicating inside of a firm, whether it be, you know, town halls or emails. I mean, I think some still have intranets or slang, you know, whatever, whatever you choose at focus groups, whatever you choose as, as a medium or a combination of those mediums, that does need to happen because that is the accountability that the management team is setting forth in front of the sales organization and perhaps the company on delivering against it. And it's not a it's it's not a, a win or fail. It's not, you know, I've got these things and you know we didn't deliver or we did deliver. This is an iterative living document. I'm not saying you depart too massively from the original list of priorities that you agree to focus on, but maybe the dates get pushed. Maybe things came to pass that uh, had that, that required additional focus. Maybe the plan had to be reshaped on learnings that you didn't know. Nobody's going to 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 ding you or judge you negatively for those changes. It's just communicates it. There's no better way to serve for the outcomes if people know what's going on versus them living behind the curtain and wondering exactly what's happening. So the communication piece post the plan is is just as critical. Love it. All right. So let me see if I'm I'm going to try and recap. Tell me if I if I'm close enough for uh, as they say for government work. The first thing is sales plans not just about the numbers. The second thing is you got to understand when you're constructing a sales plan that aligns with the priorities of the company, the reps need to understand how it's going to benefit them. And then from there Building the plan, maybe four things to think about. One, determine the priorities, what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Two, determine the metrics for how you'll measure the effectiveness of those priorities. Three, use the plan to align with other departments. And four, figure out your communication strategy for the plan so that the entire company can be bought in and accountable. Said far better than me, Sam. (laughs) As always. (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> you're too kind. You're too kind, sir. If folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best way, Fred? So if you're within RC, you can find me in most of the channels, including Slack. Uh, if you want to find me on email, uh, matherfred at uh, gmail.com. I also have a, a revenue collective uh, email address, fred at revenuecollective.com and uh, you know all, all the other social channels that are out there. Awesome. If folks want to reach out to me, you can linkedin.com forward slash the word in forward slash Sam F. Jacobs. Thanks to our sponsor, Outreach, the leading sales engagement platform. Check them out at outreach.io forward slash sales hacker. And otherwise, we'll talk to you next time.